With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Raiders is a team that we don't care for. Something, something, Bronco. With Lori Lattimore Volkman, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. You are listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Just Place, joined by Lori Lattimore Volkman and Tim Lynch. Join us today as we mourn the loss of the San Francisco 49ers, allowing the Kansas City Chiefs to raise the Lombardi Trophy for the first time in 50 years. But hey, that is news from two weeks ago. Uh, let's focus on what's happening now. Tim, break down the unrestricted free agents, please. Can I just say that you were right? Can we just take a moment and and I just want to apologize for saying that um, the 49ers were going to win, that you were overreacting, that the past was going to keep the Chiefs from winning, and uh, I was totally wrong. And uh, and I would also like to point out that Lori was wrong. <laughs> yes, y'all y'all jinxed it. Okay, it's your fault. I accept your apology. Next time, be fatalistic, and it'll the opposite will happen. Well, that's disappointing, isn't it? You were it? fatalistic and the opposite didn't happen. You two overruled me, so it's two to one. The, the, the fates uh, reversed. How does this work? This Could, is some mental gymnastics to figure out this. I need a diagram. <laughs> Let's not diagram the Chiefs. Let's no. Just... Let's talk about unrestricted free agents because that's, that's, that's the page we're turning. We're moving on to the offseason. There are no Super Bowl champions. Everybody's O and O and O right now. So let's let's get on with it. <laughs> do it. Let's, the Broncos have a bunch of free agents, um, and they're going to have to decide who's who they're going to get an offer out to, who they're going to try to resign, and and who are they going to let walk. Realistically, they'll probably let most of them walk because that's just how the the league is now. The guy at the top of their list is probably Justin Simmons. He'll get that franchise tag for sure. It's just a matter of. When? Because I don't think they'll have a contract agreed upon by free agency. Maybe we should take this like high, low Buffalo free agency mm-hmm. style. So high is Simmons. I, I would agree with that. Lori, you agree? Simmons is... Absolutely. It's not just that he was a good player, but that position is really important in Fangio's defense. So, yes. So low... Low would be Adam Gotsis, probably. Cornerback Cyrus Jones. You can't pick more than one. What? You just stole mine. You I had- was going to go Cyrus Jones, and then you went. You had Adam Gossis and Cyrus Jones, so now now Lori has to pick one that isn't one of those two. Uh, well, there's like 20 unrestricted yeah, free agents. We've got 14 on this list. I, <laughs> yeah. If we go high, low, so pick, buffalo for each pick one, the, I think it's going to Pick the one you want least to come back. <laughs> I mean, I don't, have anything, I don't have anything against Cyrus Jones. It's just that he, of all of them, he is just a guy. Pick one guy that you don't like. That I don't like. I like all of them. You guys said Gotsis and Jones. If you pick Justin Simmons, I swear to God. I swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to pick Booker. The thing is, Booker, 
Booker was really serviceable. I I would honestly, if I'm the Broncos, I would I'd have to make a choice no. between Riddick and. Saying, I could be on that. You're saying that they're going to have to choose between a guy who was injured all year or Devontae Booker. And you're like, nah, it's, a, it's a toss-up. I can, well, I can see they're bringing either one back. Yeah. I don't think Broncos have always looked at the injuries perhaps the way they should. I don't think they've been as, as wary of them as they might um, you know, they should have been. But I never thought Devontae Booker was anything special. He actually played his role really well. Relatively cheap third running back it's probably maybe it's smart to keep him yeah and especially because he's he's got a special teams role so yeah. he's going to be your third running back but he also plays special teams and i didn't see him making any plays that stood out that pissed and me off so that's a good thing he's a good blocking back and he's a good he's a good pass catching back when he had to do it he did it well so well. keeping Devonte booker <laughs> no no, we yes. can't. Are you kidding? No, we I've been rooting to get rid of that guy for for years now. It's like like enough is enough. Let him go. Like he's why? What has he done bad? What has he done good? Done? <laughs> like special teams, he had some good runbacks. He was good at blocking, and he caught the ball and got first down in key situations. He didn't make any big mistakes, and he made some key things happen when we needed to. So I'd keep him. Hey, didn't he have like some fumble? Jess's what? rage is is so deep that Ronnie Hillman and Devontae Burke Booker are the same person. Yeah. They're mind. close. They're close. Monty Ball, throw him in there. <laughs> I think the guy that I would cut, I really like Devontae Thomas. I've interviewed him. He's a cool guy. But he has been injured too much. At this point, if he hasn't been able to really crack that top group and hasn't been able to stay healthy... I don't think he's worth keeping. He'll, he'll probably catch on somewhere because he did have some bright spots early, but the injuries. But like you, I like him too. I liked what I saw. It's just he hasn't been able to stay on the field, and that's crushing for, for a guy on the bubble trying to make a roster. Okay, so that should bring us to the person we'd like to re-sign, right? Casey Kreider. Gotta have that long snapper. Oh, he's amazing. And he'll probably get re-signed too, so you're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because... It's not like you're out there looking for long snappers too often. And it's not like they're making, you know, 30 million yeah. a year. Yeah. What do we have? About 55, 60 million in cap space? Once they cut Flacco and Ron Leary, they'll have close to 80. <laughs> Leary. What makes you so sure they're going to cut them? Like, are they- um, <laughs> why would, yeah, I don't know. Can we just take a moment and just reflect on just how terrible the Joe Flacco signing was? Like that was, that was really bad. It was supposed to be good. Like everyone knew this was not, you know, and and, and shame on us for going into the season like it could work, it could work. Well, like, here's we the were thing. all watching 2012 film. <laughs> yeah, well, there's that problem. But when you look back <laughs> at this time last year. We, you know, we didn't know we were going to get Drew Locke. We didn't know if we could get any of those quarterbacks. All of them seemed like projects, so it didn't seem like any of them stood out as these are definitely week one starters. For so. Oh, you're right. We were desperate to get rid of Keenum, so we were all like, oh, thank God. Right. Joe so Flacco. Our, our choice was, <laughs> do we stay with Keenum or do we try to do something else better? And I... I mean, I I said this all off season, and I still believe it. Flacco was a better quarterback than Case Keenum. Can we just have a moment of silence uh, in praise of, of Drew Locke in his five games? 
because without that, we'd be staring Philip Rivers in the mouth right now or in the face <laughs> or that goes. Or Tom Brady, yeah. Forty-eight-year-old uh, Tom, Tom Brady. Oh boy! Yeah, oh, I do not no. believe Tom Brady's leaving the Patriots. Still. Oh, if he does, please go to the Raiders. Please. He's My brother-in-law so is freaking out about it. He's like, because it would it would destroy their franchise for like a, a two more years. Oh, to make at it least happen. at least two. I mean, not that it, there's anything to. You destroy. think so? Oh yeah. Tom oh, yeah. Brady is washed up. He's not washed up. Like, Did you see yes. Joe Mahoney's little graph where, where like you see Tom Brady's little line? It goes. Peyton Manning's on there too, and and he went straight down as well. <laughs> yeah, the, it, it, like he hit like a threshold that other quarterbacks have hit where they don't come back, and so it's it's not going to get better. I don't think. I mean, yeah. I don't. Know. Although I would love to see his fall continue in New England. I would love to see his fall down the stairs. <laughs> 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 no, right, no, you don't wish that on anybody. Okay, so back to free agents. Um, so you got Casey Kreider. I got Casey Kreider. He's coming back. It's going to be great. Okay. Gonna be great. Who's the one person on that list, Lori, that you want to see the Broncos resign? Are we are we taking Justin Simmons out of the equation? Yeah, he's coming back. There's I, no way. Okay, I, ha I actually have one that is better than Casey Kreider. I know it's hard to believe well, well, that. You can't but take I'm not, two I'm not, before no, we I'm take one. I'm going to put a King's X on, on this player silently. And then when you guys say his name, I will do. Something. I know who Lori's taking. <laughs> who do you think? He's uh, Jeremiah Atachu. I've I do definitely like taken Jeremiah. him. Yep. I do like him. I knew it. But he's not the, he's not the one that I'm, I'm like most, I got most eyes for. I mean, besides he's probably the, the, he would be probably the most, the best underrated sign re-signing that the Broncos could make out yeah, of this I whole so list. Too. I think I really want Shelby Harris. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's the only sound effect I have. Actually, I am in full agreement. I think Shelby Harris is, would be tremendous to have back. I mean, he bats down passes like nobody's business. All right, sorry to steer your thunder. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we keep talking about he's not actually a great pass rusher. We could probably replace him, but I don't know. I think the biggest issue with him is if he's going to need too much money that, we, that just isn't going to make sense. But I'd love to have him back. I'd take him over Chris Harris Jr. at this point. I was just going to say, and that's the same would go for Chris Harris Jr. He's just, you know, he's such a great player. He's been great for so long. He's just going to command too much money at his age. You know, yeah. if the Broncos are going to spend that much money, why not go after, you know, the Byron Jones from the Cowboys instead? Uh, get somebody who's younger and, and just as capable at this point uh, in their career as Chris Harris Jr. is right now, which pains me to say because he will be in the ring of fame someday. But the guy on my list, same age as Chris Harris Jr., but he doesn't need to run up and down the field all the time and stay with the fastest guys in the league, and that would be Derek Wolf. He's coming off a, a career year. I think he's still got some gas left in the tank. And with his role on the defensive front, he has a lot of value. And if Broncos can bring him back um, for less than Shelby Harris, then it would be, be a great way to keep some continuity on the front. I'm worried about Derek Wolf. Like he's he's got he's had some like really scary, weird injuries. He like lost feeling in his neck. And yeah, stuff. but he came back and didn't have any problems with it. It seemed like the last surgery finally fixed it. Yeah, his injury this year was it was something entirely different. Why am I not remembering any of the injuries the players had last year? I'm just like I'm drawing a blank on everything. Because they were all bizarre. It wasn't the usual knee or hamstring. Dislocated elbow. 
Yeah, just like I'm telling you, it was elbows last year. Two dislocated elbows. Just don't Google Andy Janovich injury. That was an elbow too, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Two oh. dislocated elbows we had. He had his most sacks of his career. He was having a great year. He's getting the pass rush that Shelby Harris wasn't getting. I actually and he's think, stout against the run. I think because of his injury, we have a good chance of signing him back. Because I, he was having a career year, and had he finished healthy – I think he would have I think I think he was a little miffed about taking a deal, taking a hometown discount. Now that he's been injured, I think he'll sort of recognize that he might get paid a little bit more somewhere else, but you know, it's not going to be maybe the best situation. Yeah, and his his comments recently were just all about he wanted a fair deal. It's not about making the most money, but he's not going to take a hometown discount either. He just wants a fair offer. It'll be interesting, I think, to see what Chris Harris Jr. gets because he did not have a career year. He, <laughs> he talked did. a lot of trash before the year started, in a way. Uh, not trash, but, you know, he talked himself up. He was definitely the best cornerback. If They always put the best receiver on him because he stops it. And, there, you know, there are a lot of scores. He got burned a few times. I, I do think if, if he finds a team that that has their two starters and they need somebody to come in and do the – the slot fill a slot role he'll make some money that's a tough position he's so good with his technique that he'll be fine there you just don't want to put him on the outside against the number one wide receiver every single game like the broncos did this year denver comes out of free agents signing justin simmons tachu casey Kreider, and Derek wolf i'll be pretty happy out of that list yeah i think so too. i think you're exactly right about being an underrated great signing because He's young and he's strong and he made an impact in, at a position that, you know, we we really need. And yep. And he'll keep Vaughn and, and Chubb uh, fresh. Yeah. Yeah. And he knows the defense. Like, I don't think we can underrate that too much either because remember how long it took these guys to figure it out. And they're yeah, it was veterans. Yeah, like five. <laughs> and it's, right. And so to have people come back who already know it and can just build on that, that really helps, especially this kind of defense where it's all about sort of understanding how everything fits together and who goes where and what happens. And there's a lot of different things that can happen. And so if you have to train a whole bunch of new key players in key positions, it's just going to be another learning curve for the first few weeks. And it'd be really nice to not have to go through that again. Yeah, well, it'll be easier this year because um... – a lot of the veterans that are returning will know the system and they'll coach guys along quick, more quickly when they're all drinking from the fire hose. Nobody, none of the veterans can help anybody else learn stuff. Cause they're learning too. So but, that's my point is having more guys coming back that know it just helps everybody. So where's your secret X? My King's X was Shelby Harris. I, that's why I played the, the, the <laughs> cause the, I the, took it. Yeah. Cause she took it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I would love to see Shelby Harris come back, but the one guy that we haven't really talked about, uh, was, uh, the, the freakish talent, uh, from 2017 during that saints game, uh, Justin Simmons and Will Parks teamed up for that, uh, blocked yeah. extra point ran back. Charlie white uh, shoes, Johnson style. It was amazing. Let's take a moment and talk about Will Park. You know what? You're, you're right. In terms of like underrated, re-signings he would fall right there behind atashu even though justin simmons is obviously going to be a big time star will parks has picked up all these different roles on defense uh, different positions he's played special teams kind of like a jack of all trades and when you're looking at your depth it's good to have veteran guys who can come in and just you don't miss a beat 
and he's he's like that, that role right now. I don't think he'll be able to supplant either Justin Simmons or Kareem Jackson as the starter, but he could come in for some special packages where you know you need quicker, smaller kind of guy at, at the linebacker spot on the defensive lineup to to cover and do that kind of stuff. So I like Will Parks. I wish I wish he would come back. I just don't know. Maybe he gets a, a, a really short-term deal, like a one- or two-year deal or something, and he sticks around. But history shows teams don't really re-sign a lot of their unrestricted free agents. He would have to not get a, many offers, and then the Broncos and, the, and him start talking, you know, phase two, phase three of free agency. He's too good of a player not to get some some sort of offer. He'll probably end up, like, with the Lions or something, something like that. Don't wish that that's what That's terrible. That's what, that's what teams like the Lions do. They oh. they pick up guys that, you know, a day, happened to David Bruton. He went to the Redskins and loved David Bruton. I think David Bruton would wish he had stayed at the Broncos. He sort of found out that just because another team offers money and then the Broncos matched it, but the Broncos were still going to have him in a backup role. And Yeah, he wanted to start. And he wanted to start. It's, and it's he went totally out there and he got hurt. And he, also, he got a concussion. I mean, he fell into that redskins black hole where they like bang up their players and i think a lot of players have left the broncos looking for that payday or or just looking for that better you know the greener pastures and some of those things were you know the money was better maybe the the starting role was better but some of those um extras those now, perks were, you, you know not- who i think of you know who i think of along those lines that i was like that i was sad to see go because i i like bruton and and Mitch Unrein is another one of those guys that was like, he was that like wild card on uh, goal line situations, you know, and he would report eligible and the crowd would go crazy. And it, it, and then he left, he went to the bears and that was like, wasn't he like a Ben Garland type? No, Ben Garland. He played Tim. <laughs> ben Garland played in the Super Bowl. Uh, did he? Did he Tim? He's, yeah, he did. did. He? Just to defend Bruton a little bit. He may not have made the wrong choice because if he had stayed, he would have had to play the last three or four seasons with the Broncos. I hate to break the news to you. We're not very good. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. We just we were one Bruton away. <laughs> Did he does he play quarterback? <laughs> I would love to see Will Park stay too. Partly too. I think he and Justin Simmons work really well together. They communicate well. They've been play they came into the league together. They're friends. Like there's there's things like that that keeping unity intact is a is a powerful thing. I, it's not necessarily your most important thing, but when it comes down to it, and you could go after another player to fill that role, or you get a rookie to fill that role, like if you can if you can keep Will Parks for not too much money, it probably you know all the other intangibles really help you out. All right, Lori, lay it out on us. What do you got? Pick three from the list of unrestricted free agents. Who would you like to see come back? Then I'm going with Jeremiah Atachu, Shelby Harris, and Will Parks. I'm going to slide in there. Tim, what do you got? My list is the same, except I'm going to swap Derek Wolf for Shelby Harris. I, I got to go with Lori's list. I mean, I, I love Casey Kreider, but I mean... <laughs> One guy we didn't talk about was Corey Nelson, and that doesn't bode well for him, I guess. But uh, or Connor McGovern, we didn't talk about him. Um, well, I mean, we picked three, but John Elway 
could pick more. Nobody's telling John Elway he has to only pick three from this list. Connor McGovern's an interesting one to talk about because we've talked about this in our chat. You know, he he might get that sort of crazy bump that there's when you look other teams will think he's worth more than he probably is, but there aren't that many centers out there. And so then we have to decide if we want to if we want to pay that much to keep a relatively good center, but not necessarily great. And but then what do we have in place of him? And that's always the question. If we don't keep McGovern, are we having to go for the draft and find the center? Let's just bring back Tom Nalen and be in call it good. Yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah. No. All right. So uh, <laughs> let's do that. I think we might be able to get Olandis Gary uh, for Theo Riddick for his yeah. spot. So let's get Olandis. I think you know. Let's bring. Let's put the band back together. Yeah. Why not? TJ Ward keeps wanting to come back. He keeps putting oh, stuff on Twitter that he's. I know. That he's working out. He's ready to play. Those hammies. They're not getting any better. TJ. I know. His last year with us was not his best year. You know, I was watching Peyton's places, and on his Super Bowl episode. He films it, the beginning of it, at Levi Stadium, you know, San Francisco, where the Broncos won Super Bowl 50. And he has this great short little intro monologue about how he was lucky enough to win his last game that he played in the NFL. And I don't think most players think about that so much, but I think when they're done, it's got to feel so much better to finish finish on a, on a high note and decide to retire rather than finish because no teams would pick you up in free agency. And like six months later, you're like, I'm going to retire. And like, okay. and no one notices. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought you or, were retired. <clears throat> yeah. Or, or throwing a pick six in the playoffs at home. <laughs> Tom Brady. Stop. We've got a mystery question. Yes. Well, the Broncos have to decide if they're going to pick up his option before the first day of the league year, which is the first day of free agency. If they don't exercise that option, he will be an unrestricted free agent. So do you think they should exercise his option and just let him play out his contract next year? Or should they let him go? I would pick him up and play out that contract. I think you have to, like we we don't, we don't have the luxury of not because we saw what it was like without him and it was not good. Alexander Johnson gave him tons of props the, the whole season about how well he communicates to the linebackers and to the, and to the defense and how he keeps everything rolling and it really helped him, Johnson, you know, kind of understand what he was doing and said when he wasn't in, you really could see the effect of that non-communication or that, you know, kind of miscommunication that was more likely to happen. And I would try to keep as much continuity in this defense as possible without, you know, breaking the bank because they were starting to get a real groove and, and, and work well together and understand. And I, I just don't think you can underestimate how beneficial that can be in a defense like this. What do you think? Uh, you convinced me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. I think Todd, uh, Todd Davis should come back. There's, we, we saw how terrible it could be without yeah. end. I don't know if we necessarily have the uh, the draft capital to address all the needs uh, on the team and keep and and let Todd Davis go. I think I, I think we, it, it's a safe play to keep him in the fold. So that is my two cents. Is that it? Are we done with the show? We're done. We're with done. The show. That's it. 
the oh off my season. Gosh. There's not much to talk about. That's it. Uh, ironically enough, uh, this time of year in the archives, there is also not much going on. So, <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, MileHighReport.com. It's awesome. Come read it. Come listen. I don't know if you guys have noticed, I'm having an off night, and, and that's okay. A correction on the reporting of the foul. Both teams were on the both up. Both fouls were on the kicking team. All right, so should we do a show? What are we, what yeah. are we talking about? You are listening to Something Something Broncos with Tim Lynch and Jess Place and Lori Lattimore Volkman. Uh, <laughs> th- welcome to our post Super Bowl edition. Uh, a very special uh, free agent. No, hold on. I'm all fucked up. I got to turn this TV off. I'm all, I can't pay attention. Sorry. You are listening to Something Something Broncos with Jess Place, Tim Lynch, and Lori Lettimore Volkman. I am Jess Place. I like, to inter- <laughs> I like to introduce myself in the third person when I'm not paying attention to the podcast that I'm currently on. I kind of have to pee, but I'm like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna push, I'm gonna push through. I'm gonna push through. And we're just, we're, That's we're good. We're gonna well, do it make us go faster. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> You're listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined by Lori Lattimore Volkman and Tim Lynch. We welcome you today to this very special free agent show of Something Something Broncos. Uh, today, we're going to break down all the uh, uh, free agents uh, that we we are. What, what, what are they? The undrafted? What, what the fuck is wrong with me? No, they're. Uh, what are they? They're the unrestricted free agents. Unrestricted free- <laughs> And we are breaking down the unrestricted. And we are breaking down the unrestricted free agents that the Denver Broncos have to offer. Um, Do you like? Why are you laughing at me, Tim? (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm crying. I just, I just want to tell you something. I love you, baby. You've been listening to something, something Bronco. A feature of MileHighReport.com with Lori Lattimore-Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Get involved in the conversation at MileHighReport.com.